so here's a Superhouse Mini for you guys. This is Stefan and me talking about the... It's kind of like an addendum to our Doctor Strange and the Occult episode, but actually not much Doctor Strange, just more about occult stuff, and some of that stuff needed to be a little clarified from Woo. that first episode. So here it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to clarify a statement in the, the mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and the Occult episode. Ah. Um, we're talking about, like, the trickster gods and shit like that mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make it clear that I don't... I feel, feel like the way I said it in the, in the podcast mm-hmm. wasn't super clear. Um, I, I believe that people ascribe... They'll talk, to, they'll talk about these mental states and call it like a trickster god or something mm-hmm. like that. I just heard mm-hmm. that in when doing some occult research. Mm-hmm. I don't think this stuff is really real. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a type of mental state and a mm-hmm. lot of people in the occult themselves also ultimately just think that it's a mental state. Mm-hmm. But if you call it a trickster god or something like that or a demon or something like I said, mm-hmm. it, uh, it can help you think about that thing in a different way maybe yeah. give you more uh uh yeah you could have you're, a wider spectrum on that particular thing yeah you're personifying those those state those mental states of being through these these this imagery through these characters or through this right yeah yeah definitely psychology is is at the core i think of like all that stuff yeah, it's, man. It's the way that our mind processes the experience that we're having, and and you know, like all this magic and occult stuff is is you know the culture of it is seen. It's like kind of like these life hack kind of things that yeah, are rooted yeah. in like a darker, more I wouldn't say sinister, but like a darker place uh, that is you know like. Um, tonally spiritually dark you know <laughs> yeah there's Kinda, some spiritual yeah. darkness to it yeah. and i'm not a i mean yeah. i like the metal imagery but like to live like to be living my life like that dark yeah i'm, I'm not yeah. like a super fan of like i always I, thought cons- i watch like, horror and i'll listen to metal all the time and stuff but like some of these that's like being like the ultra goth like chaos magician like type that's yeah. just not like my deal yeah yeah definitely um, I like it all from like the mythology storytelling standpoint. Uh, it's just like, yeah, I lean, you know, I don't listen to like reggae and uh, uh, I don't know. I don't listen to like light music so much. I listen to like yeah. heavy metal. So, you know, like the movies I like are generally darker and heavier. The clothes I wear are definitely darker. <laughs> you know, like it's oh, just yeah, most my, of my, my shirts are black. Yeah, it's just my tonal preference, you know what I mean? So in, in terms of like spirituality and stuff, there was, you know, a clear point when I pulled away from like these ideas, like the Abrahamic kind of faith, ba- uh, the Abrahamic um, stories and stuff um, and faiths uh, to getting into like Satanism and Gnosticism and witchcraft and, you know, ancient tribal kind of things and i had a i had a pretty significant uh native american influence in my upbringing um so there's a lot of those kind of paganistic poly uh what's the word uh when it's like multiple believing in multiple gods 
Oh, uh, uh, pantheist, polytheistic, polytheist, yeah, polytheistic kind of things that were in like the Native American setting are very naturalistic, nature based. But just like the the your mom is like a crazy shaman lady, like you said. Is that does she believe in it? Re, like full on real spirits, or is it just a mental thing? Like <laughs> a lot of occult shit is. My mom is pretty attached to. She's not crazy. <laughs> but she's definitely really new agey and i think it's real to her well you know what it is and yet in certain ways the way she talks about it it comes off as yes it's like real to her but it's also it's also a means by which people are able to stimulate their imagination um um, without having to dream up their own scenarios, stories, you know, messages, all these things. A lot of people just don't aren't story minded that way. So to be able to latch on to religions and dog like uh, the got, um, holy books and stuff with all the stories of all these different religions is to be able to. That's why they say like something captures your imagination and those things that's it's part of your like dream psychology too to be able to take the written word and transform that into visual ideas and thoughts in your head um so wait wait i haven't i i mean i i was just about to answer yeah okay i was just about to answer your question i think i think my mom does think it's real yes but the, it's just like crystals and dolphins too, like real new agey shit. Like she's into all that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and this is just how I, I was raised. My brothers don't latch on to it um, at all, but my mom, my sister, and I, we all kind of have like these kind of new age spiritual leanings. Um, yeah. And in my mom's case, yeah, like I mean, it. it from if you're just looking at it and you're seeing crystals and all these books and crazy books and stuff on the wall it's it's um it's easy to like kind of like pass a judgment on what you think that all entails you know what i mean and it's very subjective um and one thing for my mother is like she when i was really young she was like i pull from all religions you know she's like i pull what i think is useful spiritually from all things that i'm learning you know um i think that seems more of like a mental game than what's actually yeah and real in the in the real life you know what i mean like there's no objective this is the other thing that i wanted to talk about um like we talked about like i was trying to say uh that I believe that there is one true objective reality. I do think, uh-huh. I do think that the, if you have a different eyes, like if you're a different animal, you probably see colors uh-huh. differently. Uh-huh. Um, I can understand that perception changes. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. But Belief. I think, I think, but I think that I don't think that the universe is just in our minds. I think that there is some version of objective reality, maybe not an ultimate truth because we're all seeing different, every animal on the planet sees different colors and shit like that. I understand. And not just different colors, but they'll have different emotions maybe and everything like that, everything you can think of. But um, just to say that none of this is real and it's all in our minds, it's, I I do not ascribe to that at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, 
I, I'm not saying that, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. but like in my, in my mother's case, it's, I, I think as she gets older too, she's like, it's interesting to see, like she's latching on to a lot of these imaginative ideas, um, that, that are, that are at the core of like her spiritual beliefs. And then, and, you know, I have my own kind of idea of what all that is and how everything connects my own spiritual beliefs and stuff. Um, but do you believe in like a creator God, like a biblical type of God? I think if you asked me last, a couple years ago, I would have said yes in like an agnostic way. Um, I guess not really an answer. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't, but I do believe in magic somewhat i believe in in the psychology of i believe in mysticism you know i believe in the psychology of that uh i believe in in the power of belief belief is a very powerful lens you know and that's often very fairly and these days misconstrued as being like kind of an unintelligent or simplistic state of being because there's so much information out there of the you know the quantified reality the quantifiable world that we're living in the reality that you're talking about but the that ob- just objective. goes back to just kind of basically power of the mind yeah and it's being able to yeah uh what do you call it change your own perspective yeah i always uh, liked yeah. the notion of you know where like consciousness is the overarching transcendent factor of our of our own there's like a higher consciousness and we're all kind of, you know, that idea of like, we're experiencing the world subjectively. This consciousness is, is where it's using us to experience, you know, the beauty of nature, the beauty of life, emotions, uh, experiences, um, all in like consciousness more or less in my opinion can be explained Mm -hmm. via science, Mm -hmm. scientific means. We don't know how yeah. the brain works entirely yet. Yeah, I mean, but I think, yeah. I think even when you talk about, I think when we talk about consciousness and stuff. It just seems to it all I goes think, back to science. Yeah, I think it's. I think I honestly think. What's that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. I I I ascribe to a very like subjective perception of reality. I think I think we have a lot of like these conditioned agreements about what things are and how things are meant to look and, and everything. And I think, yes, there's a, an objective reality, but I also, I also experience reality through my emotional body, through my physical senses, you know, and all these different ways. Subjective uh, experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's just where my head is. You know, that's just where I've always been in my experience of things because I've, I've experienced things that I would, say are like supernatural or magical but i think it's a it's a meeting of certain components it's the psychological component it's your spiritual component and it's like how you're fitting that into reality so it is in a lot of ways yeah you're kind of hypnotizing yourself and back in the day it served more of an evolutionary function for people because it helped to navigate reality through like storytelling and oral tradition it was the only way it to goes, really understand it things. It goes even deeper than that. One explanation yeah. I heard was that superstition is kind of built in yeah. because if you were like an ancient 
if you were like Cro-Magnon Man or even before that, yeah, and you just believe something's in the bush even though something's not there, yeah, uh, and you're just superstitious about it, you just know something's in the bush that's going to get you. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. person went on to spread his genes, his or her genes. Yeah. So to be superstitious, seemingly so anyway, it seems like we have a... There's genetic reasons that yeah. we're all like this. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And the person it, that did that said, "Oh, there's nothing here," and then they, you know, get eaten by something. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think just the human mind, through its evolution, has found ways to to help us understand the natural world around us. Um, um, I, I've been watching a lot of horror movies, and I've noticed the patterns the most horror movies are based on a fear of like the unknown, but that's often tied to nature. Um, you know, and nature type of spirits, monsters and things. Um, it's often tied to women, you know? So it's like really taking a step back and seeing what are the fears of man and how they're expressed and how we perceive them and how those archetypical kind of storytelling mechanisms find their way into our spirituality or our, like the religious books and stuff. Um, I think one thing I do want to say is like, you know, in this day and age, it's really touchy because there's an anti-intellectualism and anti-science uh, attitudes that are very dangerous. And the people who are spreading those ideas are using spirituality and their religion to battle against that intellectualism. But I think one thing that's really important about who we are as humans and the way that we experience things is like, to not to completely let go of like some kind of mystical or supernatural kind of belief, just a belief, you know, a personal belief to let go of those kind of things and kind of shy yourself away from magic, which I believe happens purely in a psychological kind of state or in a dream state. But to hold yourself back from that, in my personal view, is kind of limiting I think it's not as f oh, it makes yeah. life a you little less limit, fun. Yeah, limit yourself to scientism. Yeah, because I I believe wholeheartedly in science, and you know I I just would never describe myself as like an atheist because yeah. uh, because I understand like the 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 mythological components that go into our faith uh, our faiths and our religions and stuff are you know it's still man telling these stories. It's just people are taking them however they want to take them and using it however they want to use it. But, you know, the one thing that my mom instilled in me is just like, it's kind of like that belief in magic, the mysticism behind things. And, you know, I love tarot readings. My mom does tarot readings. Um, we're very much, <laughs> my mom and I have like, maybe it's just our genes or like what we just, the way that we are with one another, but we have a very strong kind of like unspoken connection we often think very much the same and that's it could just be genetic you know but it's very often that we're having the same thoughts yeah you know and and you know that's something prevalent in twins as well and family kind of things but um i don't know yeah it's kind of like i've 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 i'm not very pragmatic in terms of i i think really what it is is like spirituality to me is a very real thing but i'm i don't ascribe to any like religious designation therein that but famous I, uh, atheist dude sam harris mm -hmm. he he said something really great this is 
I used to watch a lot of his videos, especially when I was deconverting uh-huh. from uh-huh. Christianity. Oh, that's um, interesting. He said that um, he believes that spiritual experiences exist, but he doesn't believe the spirits exist. He wanted yeah. to make it clear. He was like, you can have uh-huh. very... He, he said he's a neurosurgeon out of uh, yeah. UCLA, too. Like, he studies the brain. He's yeah. on the forefront of all that stuff. And he said that you can have a deep spiritual experience, mm-hmm. but the spiritual plane actually yeah. existing, probably not. And I yeah. was, that was a very, dis- like, you have to make that distinction because a lot of times people are just talking about deep experiences. They're not really talking about seeing an actual fucking fairy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think, I think it's actually very unlikely that anybody's really seen such things, you know? I think it's 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 very likely that people are just the like again the power of belief the power of our imaginations the power of the mind makes you feel that these things are very real you know and so belief is a, a want it's a choice you know I I believe I believe in ghosts because ultimately I want to believe in them that's really and I'm aware of that you know there's like a lot of like you know the asshole atheists too online and yeah you could say you know dawkins is in that camp too uh he's not really yeah the best um uh ambassador for the cause yeah but um like they, they'll get all up in arms about people talking about astrology for like five seconds and it's like all right man just fucking chill out just chill out. yeah dude. yeah and like okay they're talking about some some bullshit i get it but do you yeah. have to raise hell right now like just take, yeah. it easy. just take it easy like and also most people that talk about astrology it's like they don't fully believe in it it's just a fucking yeah. conversation starter yeah yeah that and you know it's it's fun it's fun stuff to you know to dwell in that you know as uh, as somebody who's like storytelling minded i like i'm like halfway in the you know the the objective reality and and the other half in this subjective place where i'm choosing to believe that certain things exist because it spices my life up a little bit. Um, and the power of belief is such that to me, certain things are real, you know, and to whoever, to my mother, like the things that she believes. When you say they, are real though, you're talking about subjectively real though. Right? Subjectively real. Yeah. Psychologically yeah. real. When you say real, uh, my immediate go-to is objectively real. Sure. 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 When I'm, when I say real, I, I guess, yeah, I mean that kind of like emotional state of being to where it's real to you. And that I, you know, that is something that I think people think is like ridiculous, you know, because it's totally unfounded living in like a more quantifiable reality. It's, but I, I think it's fine if you say that, but you gotta, you're yeah. going to have to make that clear, especially to people you don't know. Ah, fuck people you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about people you don't know? Well, if you want to represent uh, your beliefs yeah, correctly. That's, yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is like... Yeah, if you want I to think, get across that idea yeah. that you're thinking, and you got to navigate yeah. through that other I don't, person's yeah. preconceptions, then you're going to have to... It's uh, From my perspective, it's like, do I, don't think, I don't think anybody is right, but I believe everybody is right. You know, it's, 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 it's up to you. It's really your choice. Like, I feel like by nobody really knows, you know? All right, everybody. That was the addendum. Superhouse house. Yeah. Uh, you like can to thank, of course, Shasta and Matt Herring as always for their Patreon support. 
and we will have more minis in the future. And also, we have at least one, at the time of this recording, uh, Patreon-exclusive episode at the $5 tier. So if you want to be a part of that action, then uh, head on over to patreon.com slash superhouse podcast and check out that $5 tier. And uh, I guess that's it. See you later. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. You give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. that. You get to go on a date with one of us for (laughs) $10,000. But you pay for everything. (laughs) You get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll give you Joey for a weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. (laughs) Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2018. (laughs) Links in the description. Network.